اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم آئی سیک ریفیوج وت اللہ فرام شیطان در اسٹونڈ بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ود دا نیم آف اللہ موسٹ ریشیس موسٹ مرسفل السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگس اینڈ مرسی آف اللہ ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جنٹمین ویلکم The topic is what Al-Qur'an says about jihad. This word jihad is not translated into the languages of the people. It's an Arabic word, but people do not translate. Jihad means to strive or to struggle. But generally, it has been promoted by the media as holy war, the war. So, I will like to give you the meaning of the war, English word war, in Arabic it means harab, harab, harab means war, jihad means to strive, to struggle. Irhab means terrorist, terrorism. And qatl means to kill. Irhab means terrorism. Harab means war. Qatl means to kill. And the topic today is jihad. which means to strive and struggle. So ladies and gentlemen, before we discuss the ayats as to what Quran has said about jihad in the ayats of Allah, I would like to tell you that all of us, all of us, whether Muslims and non-Muslims, are doing jihad. meaning they are struggling, they are striving. But what, what are they striving for? They will explain to you. If you ask them, what is your mission in life? What is the most important factor in your life? Or what is your aim in life? If a student of any student of any theology wants to become something, he joins universities or schools, he wants to become an architect or engineer or doctor. So he struggles for that. He strives for that. So in other words, he does jihad to become a doctor. Jihad, he struggles to become a doctor. That means he is doing jihad. He struggles or strive to become an engineer, engineer that is jihad. He, he does jihad to become an engineer. You must know the meaning. In Arabic people use these words, the Christians Arabic speaking people use this word jihad. The Jews Arabic speaking people use the word jihad in their language. It's an Arabic word. So it is not only related to the Muslim community the word jihad. The people who are striving for anything, 
they are doing jihad for that thing. Now the, if the Muslim, most of the Muslims, well, all the majority of the Muslims must be doing something in their lives. Meaning they must be having some aim in life or careers in life and for that they are working. They are doing jihad for that. But that jihad is not as Quran or Allah says in the ayahs. That is allowed. That's not not uh, forbidden for you not to do that. You can do that. But in the so in the governing by the governing ayats, you have to control and see: Am I not doing wrong or right? So what Quran says or what Allah says to do jihad, that is our lecture. When we refer this word to Allah and the Islam, then we have to see how Allah says that you have to struggle for what, or you have to strive for what. So being a Muslim, Muslim means, is Muslim is another, again another Arabic word. Muslim means submitter. I submit to Allah. So I am Muslim to Allah, submitter to Allah. Muslim means submitter. So if I submit to what? So whatever I submit, I am a Muslim to that. Like jihad, I, if I do jihad to become a doctor, I am doing struggling or striving for doctor. Similarly, Muslim means to submit. A person who submits, if he submits to attain the good pleasures of Allah, so he is a Muslim submitter for Allah. For Allah. So he is a submitter Muslim for Allah. So in that concept, Allah has mention in the in the i will be reading the ayahs that a person in this world should live in peace and that word in arabic is salam and and the word islam is come from the root letter salama which means to attain peace i said salamu alaykum peace be unto you islam means to attain peace so if all the people in the world would like to live in peace but to live in peace there are certain rules and regulations laid down by Allah in, in the ayahs that if you follow these ayahs then you can attain Islam you can have peace you can attain peace, you can have Islam, you can attain peace. So first of all, you have to submit, meaning Muslim, Aslim. You have to become a Muslim or you have to become, you have to submit to what? To the governing ayats, to the muhkamat ayat, governing ayat, signs. First I submit to the governing ayats. And what I will attain? Islam or to attain peace. I will have peace in my, in my mind. I will have peace. For that if I work or I struggle or I strive to follow those governing ayahs, that is jihad in Allah or in the ayats. 
this is how the lecture you have to understand the purpose of every human being in the world is that he wants to live in peace that is to attain islam or attain peace is islam every every human being and in the quran it is mentioned on the day of after after we die there is an accountability day we have to give our accounts and on that day we have to ha- enter into garden jannah so a muslim keeps in his mind all the time that after i die i must go and enter into jannah or attain good pleasures of allah by to to attain that to achieve that i have to do jihad i have to do strive i have to struggle by the governing ayas or by the do's and the don'ts as mentioned in the quranic ayas there are certain rules you have to follow and obey as allah says in the ayas and there are certain don'ts as he mentioned the ayas in the, his governing ayas in his muhkamat ayas why i am doing it i am struggling and and struggling and striving to attain jannah the garden on the day of judgment that is i have to do i have to struggle and strive that i have to do jihad but in this world what i will get i will get peace in this world in this world i will have peace of mind and heart but on the other side i will attain uh, I, i will get good pleasures of allah and the jannah that is garden so keep in in your in our minds that we muslims do jihad every muslim does jihad or strive because his object is to enter garden that is his aim and goal on the day of judgment i must enter into garden i must be uh, god allah should be pleased by my actions my actions should be governed by the ayats not by my own vain desires they should be governed by the allah's ayats the muhkamat ayat the do's and the don'ts so this is how the lecture will go on so remember we i will recite the ayats about the word jihad to strive and struggle and we'll see how the quran explains but you must keep in your mind that there are certain do's and don'ts in the quran there are many many ayats that are referring for the do's and the don'ts but i have just to give you a sample or an example on the first page if you will note i will read certain these are not complete ayats just to explain to you what are the do's and what are the don'ts when i'm using the word do's there are certain things or actions we have to do and there are certain action, actions that we should forbid or we do not do for example in the page first page surah surah al-isra 17 surah and ayah 78 ayat the reference is that we have to establish the salah the prayer this is one do that we have to establish the salah mention this ayat this is a big ayat but i'm just pointing out the order that we have to establish the salah al-baqara 2 and ayah 185 it mentions in that complete ayah that we have to fast that's a do 
order to fulfill Al-Baqarah 2, 196, 196 ayat to perform pilgrimage who have got the means. So a person who has got the means to visit to Mecca, Saudi for pilgrimage, he has to do that. In Al-Mujadala 58, 12 to give sadaqah charity he ha- these are the do's. I am reading those points which you have to understand. These are the do's of the Quranic ayahs, the governing ayahs. Surah Al-Hajj 22, ayah 78. You have to struggle, strive for Allah. Jihad in Allah. Surah Al-Nisa 4, 3. You have to marry. 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever the requirement as per your situation. This is an order by Allah that you have to marry. One or two or three, whatever the condition, but you have to marry this in order. Then, Al-Baqarah 2 to 29, the order of divorce is given. People say that Allah does not like divorce. No, Allah simply says that if, I'm not, this is not the lecture or topic of divorce, a believer and non-believer cannot live together. A khabis and a tayyab, a good and a bad cannot live together. According to Allah's ayahs, Allah divorces women from men or from men, women, if they are not one of the if one of the person is not believer, he separates them. Very simply, in the eyes of Allah, so that's an order that you divorce the wives if they are not practicing believing women. So that's a separate topic. But I'm just tra- telling you that it is an order of Allah that you divorce your wives. Then Al Nisa four and Ayah eleven, there is a whole inheritance law is given. That this is the amount of money that has to be distributed to among the among his uh, sons and children. That that is also a do. You have to make sure that they should be distributed according to the order or the governing ayahs of Allah when you go from this world. Surah Al Isra 7:23 and 24. That the children should be good to the parents. Children parent relationship. That the children should be good to their parents. This is a commandment that we should follow. Al-Baqarah 2, 172, eat lawful food. Eat good and lawful food. It is the whole description is mentioned, the ayahs, what is a lawful food? The anam, the cattle. So now if you look at the other side, the don'ts are mentioned. They are not only the do's, there are many, many do's in the governing ayahs of Allah. I am just trying to explain or emphasize the point that there are do's and don'ts in the ayahs by virtue you have to struggle and do jihad to achieve Islam, Salam, peace in this world and God on the other side and good pleasures of Allah. What is the don't? Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 29 Do not eat wealth with falsehood. Do not eat your wealth by falsehood, by cheating, by forgery. Al-Hujrat 49.12 No suspicion is allowed in Islam. You cannot, suspicion is not allowed. At times suspicion or conject to conject is a sin. No backbiting is allowed. No backbiting. In Al-Hujrat 49.11 Sarcasm. Bad name, no sarcasm to people, no bad names to people. No nicknames to be given. Al-Maida 5 and verse 38, Ayah 38. No theft, no robbery. 
Now these are the no, you have to not to do that, not to do this, not to do this. Al-Maida, Al-Isra 17 and Ayah 31. Not to kill children due to poverty. Al-Isra 17, Surah 33, Ayah, suicide. Not to kill himself. You see the suicide bombing? You cannot kill yourself. This is, this is don'ts of the ayahs of Allah. Don'ts, do, not to do, not to do. Don'ts, you have to fulfill that. Al-Maida 593, no drugs, no drinkings, no gambling. Al-Maida 53, not to eat the pork. There are unlawful food mentioned, not to drink blood, not to eat the pork, not to eat the food which other than the name of Allah has been taken. Al-Nur 24, Surah, verse 19, pornography, Faisha, exposed or hidden, not allowed. Surah Al-Araf 7, Ayah 33, no adultery, no homosexuality, no lesbianism, etc. So there are many don'ts and there are many do's. We Muslims, we have to do jihad, we have to strive and struggle in following the do's. Not only this, I have given you these as examples. You have to make sure that I practice these which are mentioned that I have to do. And I have to forbid from the ones that are don'ts. I forbid myself from those which are mentioned that I do not have to do that. that when I will do this, that is the struggle, that is the strive that I am doing to achieve what? Peace in this world. Peace in this world. And on the day of judgment, that Allah is pleased with me and get the garden. That is the aim of a Muslim. Submitter to Allah. So now we will see what are those ayahs in the Quran that describes the word jihad. The first, uh, first page referring to Ali Imran, Ali Imran 3, and ayah 19. Inna dina indallahi l-islam wa maqtalafa alladheena ootu al-kitab illa min ba'di ma jaamu al-ilmu baghyan baynahum wa man yakfur bi ayati allah fa inna allah sari'u al-hisab Surely ad-deen, the judgment in the nearness of Allah is al-islam to attain peace. And those who are given Al-Kitab, the book, did not differ except to wrong each other after the knowledge came to them. And whosoever rejects with ayahs, signs of Allah, then surely Allah is quick in taking the account. In this ayah, the first phrase, Inna dina indallahi islam Surely the judgment in the nearness of Allah is al-Islam to attain peace. So Allah has laid down the principle or the foundation or the judgment. He has given his judgment. And his judgment is that people should attain peace in this life. And that is Islam. In the deenah, in the Allah Islam, surely 
the judgment in the nearness of Allah is Islam to attain peace. So all the ayahs in the Quranic ayahs are judgments by Allah. That Allah has laid down the judgments in the ayahs that you can judge and analyze. And the conclusion you will come to know that this is right and good for mankind. Any do's or command governing ayahs. It is good for mankind. And whatever is mentioned not to do is good for mankind. These are the judgments laid down in the ayahs and what we, if you will practice them, you will attain peace, Islam. And those who are given the book did not differ except to wrong each other after the knowledge came to them. Now you will see this kind of behavior in the world that there are, you see the Quran is being sent down as a guidance for mankind. A person can take guidance for mankind. But normally people are hungry for knowledge. For knowledge, not guiding themselves. They say so, but they, are, they, they really don't mean it. But what happens when they get the knowledge? Whenever they get the knowledge, they don't guide their lives. They just point fingers at others. So they did not differ among themselves. After the knowledge came to them, they did not differ in the book, sorry. They did not differ in the book, that the book is right. But they start saying that you are wrong, you are wrong. So remember, people, you see a person who does not have any knowledge of anything, he cannot speak. But once the knowledge is given, imparted with him or given to him, the Quran expects you to guide yourself, not to point others that they are wrong. This is going on. Every, that is why you see so many schools of thoughts that people are trying to say that no, that you, you, you don't get the, the correct understanding of the Quran. I have got the correct understanding or the Hadith and the Sunnah and the practice that you are wrong. These guys is wrong. That is the other guy. So they are pointing fingers to each other. After the knowledge came to them, they are not governing their lives. The struggler or the person who is doing jihad is trying to control his own soul, his own self. So this Allah is educating us that people they did not differ to those who were given the book. Except when came to them the knowledge, ilm. After the knowledge came to them, they differ and by saying wrong to each other, that you are wrong. So people start, you know, if I got the knowledge, if I start saying that you are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong. So if you don't have knowledge, you will be, so to say, so to say, impressed by me. This man has got big amount, this got a knowledgeable man, he's a knowledgeable man. This kind of attitude is with people because of their egos. So Allah is exposing us. So but what, what is what exactly you are doing? So further he says, وَمَنْ يَكْفُرْ بِآيَاتِ Whoever rejects with the eyes of Allah, Surely Allah will quick in taking the account. Meaning that after the knowledge came to them, I started governing myself. 
if I start pointing to others and did not amend, that is meant, that means I am rejecting. I am rejecting the ayat if I am just saying it to others. If I am quoting to others, I am rejecting basically Allah. So whoever rejects with the eyes of Allah, surely Allah is quick in taking the account. So ladies and gentlemen, remember whenever the ayat is unveiled to you, revealed to you, the understanding that has come to you, you must check yourself. You may have the, you may educate others, that's alright. But not keeping the mind that I have to point him, put him down. Because this is not this is not you, this is not your concepts, this is Allah. These are Allah's ayats. So Allah is there, so he will be quiet because you, he doesn't know. But remember, that same ayat is against you if you don't practice. So you are basically rejecting the ayats, maybe you are quoting to someone. But exactly you are rejecting if you do not practice. So Allah says, whoever rejects the ayats. So Allah is surely is going to take a quick account. Now, in this, basically in this ayat, the main point was, Allah has said that the judgment he has laid down in the ayahs is to attain peace. That is Islam. That is the main point. The other is also mentioned the behavior of the people. Now, what he says to the believers, how we do jihad. In Surah Al-Maidah 5 and Ayah 35, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullah wabtagu ilayhi al-wasilata wajahidu fi sabilih la'allakum tuflihoon O you believe, take guard of Allah and seek the wasila means towards Him wasila means means towards Him and jahidu and you strive in His way so that you may prosper now Allah is addressing to the believers Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu You know in the Quran Allah has addressed to mankind in various ways Sometimes he addresses Ya ayyuhannas O mankind So that means Allah is addressing to all mankind All mankind of all times Then he addresses Ya bani adam O children of it Adam so he's addressing similarly to all mankind. Then he addresses sometimes as Ya Bani Israel. So he is addressing to the children of Israel. Then he addresses Ya Ahlal Kitab, O people of the book. Why I'm referring to now this ayat is referring to the Ya Yuladin Amanu, O you who believe. Now remember, there is no ayat by saying Ya Ayyul Muslimin. No ayat in the Quran. It is believers. It is believers. Not just submit. Muslim means to submit. Believers means you believe. Believe means that you believe it's a fact. Not faith. Faith which you don't have proof is faith in English. What I believe is means that you know for sure you have got proof for it. So Allah is addressing those who say that who believe He's addressing to us who, who are trying to say to the world Who are trying to say that I am a believer I practice the Allah's deen So that is why Muslim means submit Only submit Aslim Salama Aslim I submit But I don't believe 
you see the difference so muslim is submission i submit so allah is addressing to the believers and he is asking the believers that you seek the wasila or seek the means for what if i to, to what he says wabtagu ilayhi alwasila to allah you seek wasila to allah how do i seek wasila to allah can any person in the audience think and tell me that i wasila means means how can i approach to allah how can i approach to allah how can i approach to allah come on very good through the book there is no other way that you can seek means except by the book if i think that i am communicating with god in my own conjecture that is something wrong with me so there are many many people in the whole world in the various religions in not only muslim people there are all kinds of people in the world even i met those people they are people they think that god speaks to them and they speak on behalf of god today that is sickness so when allah says in the ayat that 100 person when he says ya ayyuhalladhina muttaqullah o you who believe take god of allah it is allah communicating to the believers he is communicating us and he said wabtagu ilayhi alwasila and towards him towards allah seek the means you have to seek the means to to reach god so i want to please god i want to know what allah expects out of from out of me when i'll come to know then allah says wajahidu fi sabili and then you do jihad you strive in his way in the way of allah in his way you strive first i have to seek means to know the behavior and the personality of allah or the fitrat allah or the nature of allah so allah says in his in his in generally i am just giving you that when allah says you seek the means towards him that is allah allah mentioned the quranic ayat his personality is rahman most gracious rahim most merciful wudud loving ghaffar jabbar you understand these are the attributes of allah there are above 99 attributes and the qualities of allah so you want to you first you have to believe in allah the superior most personality that you you have to accept him allah now when you have accepted him as the most as the he is my creator i have to please him if i please god almighty he won't get the benefit it is me who will get the benefit that i will not be burned in the fire and in this world i'll have islam peace so i will first when allah when allah says that if you if you there are many ayats in the quran which allah says that if you do this i will put you into the garden the do's or the if you practice the don'ts i will put you into the garden if you do not do this then i will put you into fire this is the fitrat allah or the personality of allah he is ghafur rahim most forgiving and merciful to those who amend he is not forgiving and merciful to those who keep on doing wrong 
till the day of they, 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 till the day they die. When you return, turn back from your wrongdoings and you amend your life, then he is merciful for you. Otherwise, not merciful. That is the character trait as mentioned the whole ayahs of Allah. I am not delivering the whole lecture about Allah's fitrat. But why I am mentioning here is because you must know that I am seeking the means towards him and when I see his behavior, he only forgive those, he only guide those who seek guidance. Who wants to amend their lives. If they don't do so, he is not forgiving. He will not forgive. Whether you read 99 times or 100 times every day you read the Quran. Not reading will not get you get you to Jannah. It is the governing eyes you implement. The do's and the don'ts, the mokamat ayat. That the governing eyes that will take you to garden. Not otherwise so. So that is why he says, and once you come to know that the means to reach God, what you do, wajahidu fi sabili. Then you have to strive in His way, in Allah's way. What Allah has laid down the foundation in the ayahs, then I strive in His way. Wajahidu fi sabili. So f- the first time you w- hear the word in the Arabic here, jahidu, the topic, our topic, is we have to strive in His way. Does this sound to you, kill somebody else? Jahidu fi sabili. You have to strive in His way. Does it sound to you that you have to kill somebody? No, you have to strive in His way. to find. First of all, you have to find out what are the ways of Allah. What are the ways of Allah? So I, I explained to you in the beginning the do's and the don'ts, the governing ayahs, the muhkamat ayahs in the Quran, which you have to obey and follow. And there are certain things by which you have to forbid. So if you follow that, that is the way of Allah. That is the way of Allah. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So that you may prosper. This is how we have to do we have to prosper and we, this is how the believers has to do. Now, <clears throat> next page, Surah Al-Ankabut, 29 Surah and Ayah 69. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And jahadu, those who strive in us, definitely we will guide them to our ways. And surely Allah is with those who do good. In this ayah, if you note, Allah says, those who strive in us, in Allah. Those who strive jihad in Allah. Those who are striving in Allah, in jihad, doing jihad in Allah. He will guide to his ways. First ayat we read was to seek means to Allah. When we are seeking means to Allah, He will, he will show us the way. In this ayah also, is also saying, وَالَّذِينَ جَهَدُوا فِينَا and who will, those who strive in Allah, in Allah, who will do jihad in Allah. Definitely we will guide them to our ways. So there are many ways to, to reach God. 
So, but you know what has happened by this, this concept of this ayah that there are, it says, لَنَهْدِ أَنَّمْ سُبُلُنَا Definitely we will guide them to our ways in plural. We thought there is one straight path, Sirat Mustaqim, straight path, but there are many ways, different ways, many, many ways. So how, how, what are those different ways? What are those ways? So people say, everybody in the whole world, whether you are a Jew, whether you are a Christian, whether you are a Buddhist, you are atheist, whatever, everybody is trying in his own way to reach God. That is Allah's base. This is Allah's base. He will definitely guide them to our ways, to Allah's ways. All these people are doing conjectures, these confusions in their minds, taking their own way, thinking that that is God's way. So Allah is not guiding them. They are being misguided. When Allah says, surely I will guide them to our, my ways, to Allah's ways, but they are in plural, mentioned in plural, meaning there were many do's. There is a list of do's and there is a list of don'ts. They are already, they are all different. They are all different. Like if I establish the salah, it's different one, one, one way. But that only one way will not take you to garden. The other thing is charity. Then other thing is, other thing is another do, another do, another do, another don't, don't. So if you take up all, there are many, many doings that you have to do. Not only one that you are just keeping the salah with you, oh, but I am establishing the salah, Allah will take me to the garden. No, no, no. There are many ways. So you have to find out many, many do's, the governing ayahs. They are different altogether, but they are all one spirit. They may be different, but Allah's ways mention Allah guides which is in the Quranic ayahs. So those governing ayahs which can, can, uh, have the do, do and the don'ts, they are all different, but in the ayahs they are, not outside. So Allah will guide you to those ways. So every ayat is a way for, of Allah. Every ayat containing any do or containing any don't, that is the way of Allah. That is what Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا And jahadu, those who strive in us, us means in Allah, لَنَهْدِيَهَنَّهُمْ سُبُلُنَا Definitely, we'll, definitely we will guide them to our ways. وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And surely Allah is with those who do good. So here we have understood that Allah will guide to many ways that our do's and the don'ts are in plural. So you have to, all of them, not one do or one don't, many. So every ayat which is a governing ayat is a way of Allah that he is describing. Now in this surah Al-Ankabut and ayah 6. وَمَنْ جَاهَدَ فَإِنَّمَا يُجَاهِدُ لِنَفْسِهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَغَنِيٌّ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ Whoever Whosoever do jihad or strive in Allah, surely yujahidu, he strives for his own self, own psyche or own soul. Surely Allah is free of any need from the worlds. 
Now if you look at this ayat, the word is woman jahada, whoever strive. فَإِنَّمَا يُجَاهِدُ Surely he strives. لِنَفْسِ Nafs in Arabic means a soul, a self or a psyche, nafsiyat, my psyche. So Allah is telling us, whoever do jihad, whoever is striving, he is striving for his own soul, for his own psyche. So again look the word the jihad, two times the word jihad has come and we, there, no killing is mentioned. No, you are not going killing anybody. You are doing it jihad for your own self. And why you are doing it? To, to, to have peace in this world and guard on the day of judgment. That's I, I, I keep on telling you again and again. Why I am doing jihad is to have peace in, in my life in this world and the guard on the other side. So Allah is telling you very simply those who do jihad or strive you are not doing some ashan to Allah you are doing it for your own self for your own betterment for your own peace of, uh, uh, peace of mind it is your own peace of mind so it's very simple woman jahada fa'innama yujahidu linafsi whoever strives he strives for his own self his own psyche his own nafsiyat he's not doing for others there is no other I am not doing jihad for you, with you I am doing jihad with my own self with my own psyche why I am doing it to have peace in mind to have peace in my heart and on the day of judgment I need the garden I don't want to burn in fire that the Muslim keeps in mind all the time <clears throat> so we come to know by these two ayat that Allah is guiding us to the ways ways of his ways and whoever doing jihad he is doing it for his own soul that, that thing you must keep in mind now what happens there are there are people who will not they will not accept everybody doesn't accept the ayahs of Allah so in surah al-furqan 25 and ayah 52 so Allah is addressing here first to the messenger and through the messenger he is addressing to all of us فَلَا تُتِعِ الْكَافِرِينَ وَجَاهِدْهُمْ so you do not obey the rejectors and jahidhum strive against them with this that is the great jihad the great strife this ayat contains this ayat contains jihadan kabira Arabic jihadan kabira great jihad the biggest jihad what is the biggest jihad What is the biggest jihad? To kill someone or die on a front? No. First of all, do not obey the rejecter. And who is a rejecter? Do you think the Christians are rejecters? The Buddhists are rejecters? The Hindus are rejecters? They are ignorant of the ayats. They are ignorant of the ayahs you call up anybody look every human whatever the label he carries a Jew a Christian a Hindu or a Buddhist or atheist or a label Muslim call him ask him he doesn't know so why are you labeling him and fighting him no what for if a person doesn't know the ayahs of Allah he is an ignorant 
jahil in arabic ignorant jahil is not a rejecter a rejecter is a person who when the ayas are rehearsed to him he listen to the ayas and he rejects he doesn't practice he is a rejecter who is a rejecter whenever the ayas are rehearsed to any human being whether is a jew whether is a hindu whether is a buddhist whether is an atheist whether is an agnostic whether is a liberal muslim he listen to the ayas and he rejects he is the rejecter it is not the ignorant people it is not the muslim ignorant people or any other people who are ignorant of the quranic ayats you can't label them as rejecter you start killing them they are ignorant they don't know so allah says fala tutil kafirin so you do not obey the rejecters so ladies and gentlemen the believers or the muslims in the sight of allah will never ever believe the rejecters and rejecters i am explaining to you are those people who listen to the ayas and reject so you do not obey them do not obey the one who have been ayas are rehearsed to them and he rejects don't obey him don't obey the one who rejects the ayas so if he says something do not obey him so the first address is to the messenger because the messenger was reciting the ayas to the people and people listened to the ayas they understood the sense of it and they rejected so to messenger let's say do not do not obey the rejectors do not obey the rejectors and then further he says the further wa jahid hum and then you do jihad and strive with them strive struggle with these people who are rejecting the ayas with the ayas of allah bihi jihadan kabira that is the jihad a great and big jihad the big jihad is not to be the reject, not to be those who are rejecting the ayas the governing ayas the muhkamat ayat they are rejecting the governing ayas the do's and the don'ts they are rejecting they don't believe and they don't practice they are rejecting the ayas so they are the rejectors so you do not obey them so the basic struggle is within our community in our muslim so called level community you do not have to obey the rejecter because they are listening the ayas they know understand the ayas and they reject so when they reject so do not obey them and once you do not obey them then what you have to do you have to do jihad do strive with it this with the quran where the quran concern, contains the do's and the don'ts you because you are governing yourself you educate them so that he start governing the by governing the, he start governing himself by the ayas because it is again the ayas you have to govern your own soul who has done jihad he's done jihad or strive for his own soul so the, the biggest the, that is the greatest jihad that is the biggest jihad or strive the biggest struggle or strive is that you have to confront a person who listen to the ayas and he rejects then do not obey him and educate him jihad him struggle with him show him ayas of the do's and the don'ts so that he converts he reverses then this is the biggest jihad in the whole quran the biggest jihad mentioned the isayat there is no other biggest jihad or greatest jihad in the quranic ayas or the strife that you do not obey the do not obey the rejectors 
and then you strive with the Quranic ayahs, the do's and don'ts of the ayahs, you educate him. So now, Surah Al-Anfal 8 and Ayah 73, وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بَعْضُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ بَعْضُ إِلَّا تَفْعَلُوهُ تَكُنْ فِتْنَةٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَفَسَادٌ كَبِيرٌ And those who reject are protectors of one another. Unless you do this, they would, there would be captivation and a great corruption in the earth. Now, you, people who are rejecting, one, one rejecting, there are many rejectors. Now, they, Allah said, those who are listening to the ayahs, they listen to the ayahs and they do not practice, they are rejectors. So, they form a group of rejectors. There are many group of rejectors. And these rejectors are protectors of each other. They protect each other. Who are those people who listen to the ayahs? They don't implement and practice. They just listen and reject. So they are protector of each other. So Allah is addressing to the believers, if you do not do the same, meaning if you believers do not protect each other, the believers, they do not protect each other, illa tafaru takun fitna, so there will be captivation and a great corruption in the earth. Meaning the people who are believers, meaning who listen to the ayahs, who follows the do's and the don'ts, they implement, they are more conscious of the ayahs all the time. These people, Allah is addressing them that you must protect each other as the rejectors are protecting each other. The protect the rejectors are protecting each other and if you will not against them, do not protect each other, the believers, then there will be big captivation and corruption in the earth. And you can see this world, in this world. In this world, there is a big facade. Corruption is going on among the so-called liberal Muslim community. Because they listen to the ayat, they don't implement and practice. They reject the ayats. They are rejecting the ayats. So once they are rejecting the ayats, they are kafir, rejectors. And they protect each other. They make sure that these concepts which they think is right, not what Allah says in the ayats, they back each other. So believers have to do the same. If they will, the believers will not do the same, then there will be a great facade and a great corruption in the earth. And that's going on. You can see that in the world. The corruption is going on. Because the believers are not protecting each other. And these rejectors, those who listen, they are listening, daily they are listening the ayahs. They read the ayahs, they understand the ayahs, they listen to the ayahs, but they don't practice. They just stand up and say that you are wrong, you are wrong, you are wrong. They are, he's kafir, he's rejector, he's rejector. That's going on. And there's a big facade going on. Now, for us again in Ali Imran 3 and Ayah 142. Or do you calculate that you will enter garden? And whereas Allah knows Jahadu, those who strive amongst you and he knows who have patience. Now in this ayat Allah said, I told you that what is the Muslim uh, aim is in life is to enter garden. 
on the day of judgment that's the purpose peace in the world good pleasures of allah and god on the day of judgment so allah says am hasibtum an tadkhul jannah do you think or do you think that you will enter garden where allah knows who are doing jihad from amongst you he knows who are doing jihad or striving struggling in this world from amongst you he knows that and he also knows those who have patience because once you do jihad or you strive in his way you will have many problems and difficulties from the people and otherwise as such so what you have to have patience the ayah says allah knows those who have who are doing jihad from or doing jihad or strive amongst you and he knows who have patience so remember this we should we should not conject that we will enter into garden the lecture topic is that we have to do jihad or strive and i have told you how we have this is we are learning and how we have to do this strive or struggle in the in the eyes of allah following the do's and the don'ts now if a person is not doing or is thinking that he will enter into garden so allah is telling us very clearly do you do you calculate in your calculation you have made such that you will enter garden allah knows who are doing jihad who are doing striving he knows who are striving from amongst you and he also knows that who are who are, who are having patience because once you do jihad there are with, uh, when you start practicing the ayahs of allah your own people start going against you because they are not practicing it so they go against you the general society community goes against you they may calling themselves muslims by label or they are calling by the people generally go against you if you practice the ayahs they don't like it so you have to have patience whether it's your blood relation or your general relation you have to have patience and you have to seek help from allah to have patience there's a tremendous amount of patience you have to build in 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 doing jihad in the striving in allah's ayahs and you have to also have patience when you struggle for something you don't like to fast you have to make sure that you fast it's a struggle basically <clears throat> you have to establish five times a day salah it's a struggle you have to do you have to do the all the do's you have to make us make sure that you do it and for that you have to have patient that the reward is there you will get you will have peace in this world and the jannah on the other side otherwise your calculation should be not uh, uh, without practice it should be with practice <clears throat> Al-Hajj 22 and Ayah 78 Wajahidu fi Allahi haqqa jihadi Huwa jitabakum wa ma ja'ala alaykum fi ad-dini min haraj Millata abikum Ibrahim Huwa sammakum al-muslimin Min qablu wa fi hadha Liyakuna al-rasoolu shahidan alaykum Wa takunu shuhada'a ala al-nas Fa'aqimu al-salah Wa'atu al-zakah واعتصموا بالله هو مولاكم فنعم المولى ونعم النصير and jahidu you strive in allah as a strive to jihad or to strive he has chosen you and has made no difficulty over you in ad-deen the judgment the millat religion of your ancestor father ibrahim he has named you muslimin submitters from before and in this so that the messenger be a witness over you 
and you be a witness over mankind then establish salah prayer and give zakah justification and hold fast with Allah he is your protector so he is the blessed protector and the blessed helper the first portion of this ayah again it says wajahidu fillah you strive in Allah you say you have to do jihad in Allah you have to focus you have to keep in front of you all the time Allah and Allah means with his above 99 attributes his personality his fitrat you must know when he is angered to whom he blesses there are people to whom he has blessed there are people to whom he is angered you must know that so I, I when I say wajahidu fillah you must know that I am striving in Allah keeping my mind that I must know that to whom Allah bless and to whom Allah is angered I must know those people so you all of us know that the prophets are the blessed people or there are other people who are also mentioned in the Quran as the children of Israel are the blessed people so we must know this so when we say jahidu fillah we are striving in Allah means we know the fitrat of Allah how he behaves whom he is angered to whom he is pleased to whom he is, he is merciful to whom he, to, we have to look at his personality that is the haqqa jihadi that is the right of his to his to the jihad of his, to, in his, in his that is the right of jihad to strive that is the right way to jihad then when we know this Allah's personality then he tells in the ayahs that you have to do this the do's and the don'ts again and then you follow and practice you are that is in other words you are doing jihad in Allah but basically you are following the do's and the don'ts what he has laid down that is the way of Allah and you get what peace in the world and good pleasures of Allah and God on the day of judgment that's the purpose he has chosen you and he has not made he has made no difficulty over you in the judgment you see the judgments laid down in the ayahs the, all the judgments in the Quranic ayahs laid down he has not made difficult if you want to practice you see people say nowadays in this world it is very difficult to practice Islam I am telling you it is the most easiest thing to practice Islam Allah says he is not made difficult the point is you must know only you must know is that to who in whose eyes you want to be good to people's eyes or to in Allah's eyes if you know that Allah is looking at you at your actions you will not feel anything to in front of anybody but if you are looking at the people you will never ever follow Allah what the people say because people always look at others they never look at themselves so if you keep on looking at others you will never attain Allah's good pleasure because Allah is all the time looking at you and if you know then what Allah says then you will seek his guidance from the ayahs because you are more conscious all the time what Allah says and what Allah not says 
So I am all the time looking at Allah. That is the, the easiest thing in the world to practice. Because man, if you try to please any man or a woman or a, your child or your father or brother or sister, he will finally despise you. That is man. It is only, only Allah gives you reward of your good deeds. Nobody does give you good reward. He's like a vulture all the time looking at people's faults. That's man. Why you want to want to please the man? That is why you are stuck up. If you know that I want to please Allah, you won't bother about the person. You will be good to him. That's all. If it, you won't expect any returns, that's all. But it is for Allah. But if you're looking at trying to please man, then it is the most difficult to follow Allah's deen. That is why Allah says He has chosen you and He has made no difficulty over the judgment to attain peace, Islam. He's made it easy. But you must know what are those judgments and you must know that why I'm doing so. Ultimately I'll die and on the day of judgment I have to give my account. I can't account, calculate my own self that I will go to the garden. I have to look at the, at the real core. I have to do real accounts of my real accounts, not my falsify or fancy accounts or fantasy accounts in true sense. You can't sleep in the night if you are really sure about your accounts. Believe me. It is not an easy matter. It's not an exam of your MBA or, or doctor or science. It is an exam for eternal fire. That's the biggest fi- eternal fire. Can a person ex- you put a hand in the fire and see how it feels. No one, for a few seconds you cannot keep it. You want to f- burn in all eternal. Your skin will be burned and it will come again. It will be burned and it will come again. Continuous pain, you will live forever. Th- that's what Allah says in the ayahs. So that's it. He has made easy for those who take God as great, Akbar, the greatest, and he w- wishes to submit to the ayahs. It's easy for him. And the religion is Millata Abikum Ibrahim. It is your father Ibrahim religion. In the Quranic ayahs, Allah has mentioned that Ibrahim al-Islam is the messenger of Allah and a father of religion, ancestor of the religion. And here he says, muslimin." It is Allah who has named you Muslims. Muslim means submitters. And submitter is a quality of a man to submit. It is not a label like Tom, Dick and Harry. It means to submit means it is an adjective. It means I have the nature to submit. If I do not submit to Allah, then I might submit to somebody else. So whatever I am submitting to, I am that type of a Muslim. I am submitting to something, someone, I am that type of Muslim. Meaning I am a Sunni Muslim. I am not a Muslim to Allah. I am not a submitter to Allah. I am a Sunni Muslim means I submit to Sunni philosophy. I am a Shia Muslim. I submit to Shia philosophy. I am a Hindu Muslim. I believe in Hindu's philosophy. I am submitting to Hinduism. I am a Buddhist Muslim. I am submitting to Buddhist philosophy. Muslim means submit. Muslim means submit. But to what you submit, you have to identify it. If I submit to Allah's ayahs, then you are Muslim for Allah. You are submitted to Allah. But generally, if you are just saying, I am a Muslim, you know, every man is human being born in this planet, let's say, who has sammak on Muslim, he has named you Muslims, means you will submit. That is the nature and fitrat of you, man, you will submit. But you submit to Allah, or you vain desires, to what you submit is your own account. 
either you submitting to Allah or you are submitting to your own self so this is what Allah says that he has named you Muslim means he is giving you the nature of the fitrat that you will submit so I have to see myself that to what I am submitting so no human being in this world can say I am only submitting to Allah sometimes he is submitting to Allah sometimes he is submitting to the shaitan sometimes he is submitting to his boss sometimes he is submitting to his mother or father or brother or sister or wife or son or, or whatever where your loves and emotions are stuck up you are sometimes submitting to your own vain desires you have to find out where you are stuck up only exclusively to Allah you have to submit then you are a Muslim for Allah otherwise you are submitting to what he says Muslimin min qabl wa fi hada. he has named Muslim from before and in this so that the messenger is a witness over you and you be the witness over mankind now Allah said that you become the messenger is a witness over you and you Muslims be the witness over non-Muslims here it doesn't say but it, it is understood that the, when the messenger is a witness over you meaning the Muslims because he is named as Muslims the submitters for Allah then we Muslims have to be witness to our mankind so how the messenger is a witness over us is by reciting the ayahs giving the knowledge of the book Rabbana wabat fihim rasulam minhum yatlu alihim ayatika wa yu'allimul kitaba wal hikmata wa yuzakihim inna kantal azizul hakim O our Lord appoint amongst them a messenger of their own who will recite your ayahs who will give knowledge of the book who will teach in wisdom and he will justify them huwa sammakum al muslimin min qablu wa fi hadha liyakuna ar rasulu shahidan alaykum wa takunu shuhada ala nas the messenger is a witness over us by the ayats messenger has recited the ayas i was Speaking about Rabbana wabat fihim rasulam minhum yatlu alayhim ayatika wa yu'alimu al-kitaba wal-hikmata wa zakihim inna kantal aziz al-hakim O our Lord, appoint them a messenger of their own who will recite your ayats, who will give the knowledge of the book, who will teach in wisdom and he will justify them. These four actions, meaning reciting the ayats, giving the knowledge of the book, and teaching the people in wisdom and justify them is the sunnah or the practice of the messenger Muhammad Rasulullah and all the messengers of all times were reciting the ayats to mankind and justifying mankind giving the knowledge of the book and teaching in wisdom so this is how the messenger is a witness over the Muslim community or the believers and if we Muslims have to recite the ayahs to the non-Muslim community so that they get educated you have to recite the ayahs to the non-Muslims you have to give the knowledge of the book to the non-Muslims you have to teach in wisdom to the non-Muslims or the, uh, the ignorant and finally they have, you have to justify them this is what says Allah says لِيَكُونَ الرَّسُولُ شَهِيدًا عَلَيْكُمْ وَتَكُونُ شُوَادَ النَّاسِ The messenger will be a witness over you, the mankind, the believers, 
or the Muslim and you Muslim believers be a witness over mankind he is a witness over them uh, on, on believers or Muslims is by reciting the ayahs by giving the knowledge of the book or teaching it wisdom and justify them and we Muslims have to do the same to other people who do not know the ayahs you recite the ayahs to them give the knowledge of the book give the knowledge of the book teach them in wisdom and justify them so it's an ongoing process. Quran is a guidance for mankind. The messenger has given us. So we have to do it further. This is what the ayah says. فَأَقِيمُ salah. So establish the salah. وَآتُ zakah And give justification. وَأَتَسِمُ بِاللَّهِ Hold fast to Allah. هُوَ مَوْلَاكُمْ He is your protector. He is the blessed protector. فَنِعْمَ الْمَوْلَى وَنِعْمَ النَّسِيرِ He is the blessed helper. If you look in these further ayahs, they are the establish the salah. It says establish the salah, the prayer. So this is again an order. So I have to do jihad. I have to do jihad, strife. Then I have to establish the salah. Then it says gives us justification. Then I have to give justification. That is an order. Similarly, I have to do jihad. I have to recite the ayahs as the messenger is reciting the ayahs. I have to give the knowledge of the book. I have to give the knowledge of the book. I have to justify people. I have to teach the wisdom because the Rasul did it on me. The Muslim community has got the Quran with them. So as they, they, he, he has done it to us, we have to do the same to the people. <coughs> no messenger is coming. It is the Muslim community to do the job. It is the believer's job is to do this. So now, and hold fast to Allah. Meaning you have to trust in all the time in Allah. He is your protector and He is the blessed protector and the blessed helper. You may not think that other people are protectors. Other peoples can be protector, but Allah is the best, best protector. Now, Surah Tawbah 9 and Ayah 23. Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu la tattakhidu aba'akum wa ikhwanakum awliya' in istahabbul kufra ala al-eeman wa man yatawallahum minkum fawlaikum al-zalimoon O you who believe, do not take your fathers, ancestors and your brothers as protectors if they seek to love rejection over belief. And whosoever from you take them as protectors, then they are oppressors. You see, I told you before also, but I will just read in this ayah, Allah is addressing to the believers. And He is addressing that you do not take your fathers or ancestors or your brothers and as protectors. Protectors. You do not, is addressing to the believers that you do not take your fathers or ancestors and your brothers as protectors. If they love to rejection over belief, if they do not believe the ayahs, they reject the ayahs, so do not take them as your protectors. If they are the rejecter of the ayahs, if they love, their, their love to reject the ayahs over the kufur, they want to do kufur or reject the ayahs, so over, over belief, do not them, take them as protectors. And whosoever will take them as protector, then they are the oppressors. So now in this ayah it shows, tells us that if you have love for your parents or your fathers or ancestors 
and if you have love for your brothers and they love to reject the ayahs if you go near to them or if you re- remain with them then you will be oppressing your personality you are the oppressor zalim you will become a zalim oppressor we people think that somebody else is oppressing us you oppress your own souls Allah keep on saying that you are oppressor to your own self or your own soul or your psyche in this ayah is, is telling you the, telling the believers that do not take your ancestors or fathers and your brothers as protectors if they love more of re- rejection than over iman than belief so you remember this this is an education but we people are more loving to our fathers and brothers and whatever as compared to religion in compared to Allah's judgment so this is not the way otherwise you will become the same so this is Allah said you will become oppressors so we must take guard if you look further it's a huge big ayat this is the uh, all our psyche is put in this one ayat surah tawbah 9 and ayat 24 قُلْ إِنْ كَانَ آبَاءُكُمْ وَأَبْنَاءُكُمْ وَإِخْوَانُكُمْ وَأَزْوَاجُكُمْ وَعَشِيرَتُكُمْ وَأَمْوَالٌ نِقْتَرَفْتُمُوهَا وَتِجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ كَسَادَهَا وَمَسَاكِنُ تَرْضَوْنَهَا أَحَبَّ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَجِهَادٍ فِي سَبِلِهِ فَتَرَبَّصُوا حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِهِ وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الْفَاسِقِينَ Say if your fathers and sisters and your sons and your brothers and your pairs, wives or husbands and your associates and the wealth to which you are committed and the business businesses in which you fear a slum and the residences in which you are pleased, you have more love towards them than Allah and His Messenger and to jihad, to strive in his way, then you wait until Allah comes with his order and Allah does not guide the people who are dissolute, immoral. Now, it, say, it says that one by one we will see. قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ قُلْ سَوْرِي قُلْ إِن كَانَ آبَاوْكُمْ Say, it, if it be your father's or ancestor. This all, all these categories, they are in eight in number, five, three, eight. They are eight in number, one by one we will discuss. And Allah says, in, after eight, this category, that, Ahabba ilaykum, uh, Ahabba ilaykum min Allahi wa that you love more them, these eight things or categories, whatever the eight categories. You love more them than doing jihad in His way. You love more them, you love more them from Allah and His Messenger as compared to Allah and His Messenger you love more them and to do jihad or strive in His way you love more them so for that Allah says that it, it be your fathers for example your father and sister you can love them of course you can love your father you can love your ancestor but before I, I told you if they are rejecting the ayahs they are doing kufur then your love should be controlled. Then your love should be controlled. 
as you know in the Quran there is an example given by the uh, Ibrahim al-Islam Ibrahim al-Islam was a mighty messenger of Allah he was a prophet and a messenger and a father of Muslims right this is the status he is an imam the leader for mankind Ibrahim al-Islam the messenger of God he his father was a mushrik or his father was an associate he did not believe in Allah he was not accepting Allah's ayats right he was a mushrik he was so what happened so Allah says Ibrahim al-Assad did convey the message to the father Ibrahim Ibrahim al-Assad conveyed the message to his father but his father did not accept it so don't you think he was hurt but what he did he says رَبَّنَا قْفِلِّي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِمُؤْمِنَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْإِسْلَامِ O our Lord Rabbi, forgive my parents that is the Uswa Asna or the most beautiful example of Ibrahim Islam that he prayed for his parents but yet his prayer did not give any benefit to his father he will burn in fire and Ibrahim is the messenger of Allah he will get hurt of course he did not love more to his father he he get, got away from, from Ibrahim, Ibrahim Islam got away from his father when he came to know that he will not become a Muslim he will not change so he said Ibrahim, the, the father of Ibrahim Islam says I will put you into fire I will stone you to death this is what Ibrahim Islam's father says in the Quran to Ibrahim Islam so finally Ibrahim Islam too migra- migrates from his but he still yet prays to about his father so this is what I am telling you if you love more your father then you will be astray from the message of God so that is how Ibrahim Islam gives the example that he prayed but he disassociated with him meaning by his concepts but yes he was merciful to his father then come the sons if you love your sons more than anything in the world they will hurt you then again an example in the Quran is by the prophet Nuh al-Islam Nuh al-Islam was a mighty messenger of Allah his son was not with him so he made a boat and he's, Allah says only the believers will sit on this boat in this boat there's the boat of the believers but his son will not sit because Allah has already informed Nuh al-Islam but Nuh al-Islam still asks Allah so Allah says he's not with you so he saw his son drowning in front of him won't he get hurt so Nuh al-Islam did not went for the love of the son but he listened to Allah's message so this is what I am telling you. Then وَإِخْوَانَكُمْ Then the brother of behavior of the brothers is also mentioned. Some brothers are not good to each other. You see, <coughs> there is an example in Surah Yusuf. Yusuf brothers were jealous because they, Yusuf al-Islam was loved by his father more than them. So they planned to throw him into the well. You know this. So the behavior there is mentioned. So you must know you can love your brother, you can love your father, you can love your son, but there should be a limit. And that limit should be based on Allah's ayats, the governing ayats, the muhkamat ayats, the do's and the don'ts. So even that, you have to have a limitation. Here they say you have to be good to your parents. Of course you have to be good to your parents, but to a limitations. You cannot cross the boundaries of that love for your parents that you cancel what Allah says in the ayats. 
So that is what I'm saying. And that is what the example of your brothers mentioned. So these brothers throw uh, Yusuf in the well and find that there is a big narration. What I'm referring to, even you can love your brothers, but there should be limit in the loving of your brothers. It should be submitting to the governing eyes of the Quranic. وَأَزْوَاجُكُمْ <clears throat> And your wives or your husbands. Then again the example is mentioned with the Nuh al-Islam and Lut al-Islam. Nuh al-Islam, his wife was not with him. Lut al-Islam's wife was not with him. With the message of Allah. Nuh al-Islam and Lut al-Islam's wife were not with the message of Allah. They were, they will burn in fire. So with the love of the wife should not deviate you from the message. <laughs> love of the wife. People are loving their wives too much. So they become a party to the wife. They are afraid of their wife. They are more conscious of their wives all the time. So Allah says, no, you can love your wife, but to a limit. If they do not practice the ayahs, divorce them. That's what Allah says. But you, you, you should know you are practicing yourself. You know you are not also practicing yours. Don't reverse like that. <coughs> Don't take me wrongly. And the same with the husband. Firaun, wife was righteous woman. Firaun was a bad man. Firaun was a bad man, but his wife was good. Firaun's wife was good. So what happened in the Quran? Firaun drowned in front of her. So Allah dip, separated both. So in this connection, love should be refrained by the orders or the governing eyes of Allah's eyes. You can love these people or these what I am reading, but in limitations. And the examples are mentioned in the Quranic ayahs. وَعَشِيرَتُكُمْ Ashiratukum Mashra, you know Mashra community, a clan, that is Mashra. Ashiratukum your Mashra, your clan, your community, social environment. In the social environment, there are certain norms, certain standards in environment where like east or west or whatever the circles you live, what are the environment you that is the Ashira. It referred to your martial, the social environment, the community or the uh, clan or, 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 or folks. <coughs> if you have more uh, love for them, for these ashira means for what is happening in the martial, these are norms in the system, you have to listen to them also. After all, we are living in this world, we have to take care of them also. The martial, the community will get annoyed. So you cannot listen to the community. You can listen to the community, you have feelings for the community, you must live in a community, but to limitations. Again, the limit is brought by Allah. And <coughs> there's one of the places, one of the examples is Shoaib al-Islam. They say, the people say, your Shoaib al-Islam, your Salah, the prayer in the Quran, says that <coughs> how, how we should circulate our money, spend our money. You are telling us how to spend our money to Shoaib al-Islam. So he said, if, if, if it not be worth your, for your family, we should have you stoned you. These people are saying to Shoaib al-Islam, if we would have not feelings for your family, they are having more feelings for the family, otherwise we would have stoned you. So Shoaib al-Islam says that you are worried about my family in, in comparison with Allah's message. He's not bothered about his clan or family. This is what Allah is giving in the messenger's narrations, how you have to take guidance. They are not just narration, they have, you have to look and see what Allah is trying to tell us. <clears throat> 
وَأَمْوَالُ نِكْ تَرَفْتُمُوهَا Then the wealth the wealth to which you are committed you are stuck up with your wealth that it doesn't go away from here to here but when Allah wills it, it takes a, a, theft, a thief comes and by one minute the whole wealth is gone you are committed to their wealth that wealth is gone so you are committed to the wealth Allah says so in this connection also Allah says in one of the examples is a, in Surah Qasas there is an example of Karun Allah has given him too much amount of wealth he was very proud and haughty he said because of my knowledge I got this wealth it was my knowledge and intelligence I got this wealth so he was drowned so to whatever you are these you love your wealth of course you can love your wealth but not to an extent that you don't give 20% charity satya which is given in Allah's act when Allah orders you to give so you are again committed to the wealth then وَتِجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ kasadaha, and the business in which you feel a slum whenever we ask people to give some money donation for the center and what they say there is there's some business slum is going on in our business some problem in the business nowadays the business is at a slum so you have a fear for that all the time that your business should not go down always worried about that so you have more attention to that all the time not what Allah is looking at you to do business is not wrong but the question is you are you are all the time fearing it will go down it will go down you are feeling Islam all the time you are worried about that so in that capacity Allah says that you are loving that thing more that you are you're almost your mind is occupied for the fear of the slum of that business you are worried about that all the time and the residences in which you are pleased all the time we are decorating our houses this day we brought a new curtains new flooring new new new, new things you bring and you decor your house and you, you, and you feel good happy about your all the time worried about your residence it should, it should be nice no problem but the question is your mind is all the time in that so this is all what I read you have more love towards all these things in comparison to Allah and his messenger and to do jihad or to strive in his way you love them if you love them more and in fact in the real life it is the fact that we are more stuck up in all these things you have to overcome your personality then you will do jihad or strive in Allah's way otherwise you won't because you, these are more important things in your life you see I am not reading the Quran because I am worried about my let my business table I settle down in my business then I will study the Quran or take guidance you see all the time people give lame excuses of not to taking guidance on the contrary they, they, when they are have a fear of the slum of the business suppose that is the time you must heed to warnings of Allah's ayahs. Anything, in, any problem, a family problem or this problem, all the time you must know the ayahs. Not only know them, but you must govern yourself. The environment that we live, we, we think that this is the situation. Now the situation is there. But we know these ayahs. But we know, but we read it, we have memorized it, but our feelings are so powerful 
that we can't control in a particular situation. Whenever you are stuck up in these one of the eight categories, you may be stuck up in one, you may be stuck up in all. And if you are so, then the reading of eyes will not benefit you at all. Because you are not doing jihad, you are not striving, you are not improving your life in the eyes of Allah, in the nearness of Allah. You are not doing so. It doesn't make a difference. In Surah, surah Nisa, uh, 24 Surah and Ayah 37 Ayah, it says in that Ayah that men are those who when they do business, they do not uh, forget the remembrance of Allah and establish the Salah. They don't forget. So Allah is mentioning in the Quran that you can uh, do business. The business is not wrong for you. But you must not forget the Salah and the for, uh, remembrance of Allah. This is mentioned in the Quranic ayahs. So if you love more them as compared to Allah and his messenger, love for Allah and his messenger and doing jihad in his way. So Allah says, فَتَرَبَّسُوا حَتَّى يَاتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِي And the last, you know, one, oh, the, the, this, وَمَسَاكِنَ uh, تَرْضَوْنَهَا And the places that you live, the residences that you live in. There is an ayat in the Quran, uh, references 32 Surah Sarza 32 26 ayat it says did, did, does it not teach them how many cities we destroy before them in whose places on whose places they move about surely in it are ayahs signs who listen meaning there are places of the people who live before us they were destroyed by the cities were destroyed because of their conduct, their behavior, they were destroyed by recently, not long time back, uh, uh, in Balakot they came. They were, if you go and look at the places, you are moving about the same place where people are drowned. They have been, the earthquake came. So here Allah is saying the same thing that the places people, other people are living now. So Allah has destroyed them. So why? Because you love more or other things. Then, then what Allah and His Messenger and doing jihad or striving in His cause. If you will not do, if you will not amend, the result is Fatarabbasu, Allah says, wait. Wait for what? For His action to come. The punishment. <coughs> Surah Al-Anfal 8 and Ayah 72. Inna ladina amanu wa hajaru wa jahadu bi amwalihim wa anfusihim fi sabidillah wa ladina aawawaw wa nasaru Ulaika ba'dhum awliya'u ba'dh Walladheena amanu Walam yuhajiru Malakum min walayatihim Min shay Hatta yuhajiru Wa inistan saru Wa inistan sarukum fiddeen Fa'alaykum al-nasru Illa ala qawmin baynakum Wa baynahum misaq Wa baynahum misaq Wallahu bima ta'amaluna basir Surely those who believe who migrate and jahadu they strive with their wealth and with their psyche the souls or the selves in the way of Allah and those who give shelter and help them they are protectors of one another and those who believe and do not migrate in belief it is not a duty for you to protect them from anything until they migrate and if they seek your help in, help in the judgment that is to of al-Islam to attain peace, then the duty over you is to help them 
except over the people there is a covenant between you and them of not helping in the judgment Allah is in sight with what you do you see all these ayahs that we have read most of the ayahs is regarding your own soul or the self or the psyche so he says those who believe those people who are believing wahajaru you see first we have to believe and then we have to migrate migrate is not from one country to another country there is a situation that when you migrate from one country to another country also but in the quranic ayahs if you look in the context of the text there is a migration in belief surely those who believe and they migrate migrate in belief and then they strive with their wealth and with their nafs their psyche their soul or their selves in the way of Allah meaning first you have to believe then you have to migrate because once you believe once you in any in a particular situation you may be practicing something wrong after you look at the ayahs you came to know that you were doing wrong so now you believe that that I was doing wrong so I have to migrate meaning you have to leave off you have to leave that thing and you have to amend you migrate then say, what you have to do you have to do jaddo jihad or jihad or strive with your wealth whatever the wealth Allah has provided with you out of 180 is yours 20 is for the categories you have to strive with your wealth the wealth that Allah has given to you then you have to strive with your souls or your psyches meaning your psyche was first was apprehended by the devil the shaitan he has educated you in the beginning all the people mankind before we read the Quranic ayahs we have been educated by the Satan he take he is in charge of us mostly the understanding that we are brought up by the norms or the standards by the given by the Shaitan so now after you came to know you believe you migrate you do you strive with your wealth and you strive with your souls and selves in the way of Allah and in the way of Allah is the do's and the don'ts or the governing ayahs or the mokamat ayahs that you have to follow that you have to do that is the behavior of the believers and further it says وَالَّذِينَ وَنَصَرُوا and then the third aspect of those people is that they help those who and shelter people people those who have attained this they, many people have believed number one they have migrated number two they have are doing jaddo jihad jihad with their wealth and they are with their souls these people are helping others and they give shelter to others other people they are baazum ulaika baazum awliya baaz they are protector of, of each another meaning I am helping you you are helping me I am a protector of you you are a protector of me it's vice versa but the four things you have to do I have to do the same we are each other's protectors they are helping each other in this context we are a protector of each other 
now it says Allah says وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَلَمْ يُحَاجِرُوا and those who believe and do not migrate meaning lip service that they are those who believe and do not migrate مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ وَلِيَتِهِمْ مِنْ شَيْءٍ حَتَّى يُحَاجِرُوا those who believe and do not migrate it is not a duty for you to protect them from anything so you cannot be a protector of those people who believe but do not migrate they don't migrate they just believe meaning they keep on doing the same thing where they were after ayahs were told to them they listened to the ayahs they practice the same they did not migrate but they believe they say this is right this is right this is good this is correct but they are stuck up in their own fancies they don't change they don't migrate so Allah says you are not a protector of those who do not migrate and those who believe and do not migrate and believe it is is not a duty for, for you to protect them from anything until they migrate and if they seek your help in the judgment then it is duty over you to help them meaning if there is a they come to you and ask for a judgment of their lives or any situation and if you know the Quranic ayat any judgment you help them that you can do in the in the context of helping people in the judgment even if they are not migrating people who are not migrating you will will not protect them but you can help them in the judgment so that they come to know what is the correct aspect of a particular situation just tell them the situation is this this is your situation this is the judgment this is the ayat but you will not protect them you will not protect them since they are not migrating but you can help them in the judgment but there is another condition further is that further uh, except over the people there is a covenant between you and them there, are, there is a sometimes there is a covenant between the non-believers and the believers that you will not edu- for example if I am living in a, in a country <coughs> or uh, in a place where suppose the, 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 these are Christians living nearby I, I expect them I invite them they can invite our believers at their place but after some time they, they told me that this is you, you should not invite our people they come and tell me Mr. Mamashe you will not invite my people or our people this, suppose I am just trying to create, tell you something that you must understand what is going on so this community says to me Christian community you will not invite our people to your lectures you must have a covenant so I will not go and make sure they will not I will not because there is a covenant we will not invite your people and they, I will not invite their people so there is a covenant between the binding like in, in certain countries communism in communist country there was a time that the Russians made a law that no publicly lectures of the Muslim community in the hall you can talk to your own people you will not to our, talk to our people so where there is a, is a covenant you are not supposed to talk or educate the Quranic ayahs to them so you will not help them also but the, so this whole ayat is in, in this condition first of all those who believe those who believe and migrate and then they, they strive to jihad or struggle with their wealth and with their souls these people 
the duty on them is to help those or give shelter to those who migrate. So they are each, each other protector to each other. They protect each other. And if people who believe but do not migrate, then you don't protect them, but help them if they seek a judgment from you in a particular situation. You can help them. But you will not help those whom you have a covenant with these people that you will not assist our people. You will not give them judgment or you will not educate them. They, and the, our people will not come to you and your people will not come to us. So this in this connection, if there is a treaty going on, then you will not help each other. Otherwise, you should be a protector of each other. This ayat is referring to this, this thing. And Allah knows what, what inside they, what you do. He knows. Surah Saf 61 and Ayah 9. هو الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى والدين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره المشكون. It is he who has sent his messenger with guidance and with the judgment of the truth, so that he make it, make it obvious of his his every deen judgment, and even even those who associate with him dislike it. Now in this ayah, this this ayah is repeated three times. In the Quranic ayah, exactly almost the same, except little bit difference. It says he has sent his messenger. Allah has sent his messenger with the guidance. This is the duty of the messenger. One of the duties of the messenger is that he is sent with guidance and with the judgment of the truth, so that he make it obvious on every judgment of his. What are the judgments? Of Allah in the Quran, there are many judgments laid down in the ayahs of Quran. For example, establish the salah is one judgment. Is one judgment, right? So this judgment is mentioned in the Quran. So the messenger came with guidance and with the judgment of the truth. He came with the judgment of the truth. All the ayahs are the judgment of the truth, so that he make it obvious. He make he make it obvious to the people that, that this is judgment. This the, 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 this truth is the judgment of the truth is every every judgment is the truth. He make it obvious that the every judgment is the truth. That is the purpose of the messenger. All the judgments are laid down in the ayahs of the Quran. So the messenger came and he make every judgment of Allah obvious. He make it obvious the judgment, every judgment of Allah that this is the truth. This was the duty of the messenger. And I give you an example that, for example, in most of the world, people are marrying. I'm giving an example because messenger had many wives, right? You know this. So he he did it. He gave an example. He married them, and he he was he gave the perfect example that this polygamy is right. But now, the, if the doctors and the scientists do researches, they will come to this conclusion that this is right. So this is what the messenger is supposed to do. What he reads the Quran, he delivers the message, and he gives the practical example and practice on it, and he gives the best example to in doing so. So he make it obvious that the, this judgment is right. Every judgment in the Quran is do's and the don'ts that are written in the Quran. He practice them. He make it obvious to the people that this judgment is the judgment of the truth. This is what the duty of the messenger is. All the judgments, all the do's and the don'ts, 
as recorded in the Quran is the judgment of Allah and the messenger came to make that judgment obvious that this is the judgment of the truth to show it to the people that this is the truth this is the duty of the messenger so whatever you read in the Quran and whatever the practical example of the messenger is that let they ask you concerning menses say to them this is a hurt so if you do research you will find this yes going near to the message is wrong so he make it obvious to the people this is wrong so this these you people are doing science researches and finally they come to a conclusion that this whatever the messenger recited the ayahs that was the judgment of the truth and it has come from Allah so all the ayahs were recited by the messenger said by the messenger and he made it obvious to the people that every judgment recorded in the Quran is the judgment of the truth Adin al-Haq this is not that other you know people have translated this verse as that he has come to to uh, to overcome other religions this is not like this it is the judge it, this is the ayat is translated as that the messenger came to overcome other religion no 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 every judgment within the if you look in the Quranic ayat it is he who has sent out his messenger with guidance with the judgment of truth so that he make it obvious over the judgment here is with alif lam meaning specific judgment all his judgment in total in all, all the judgments in the Quranic ayahs laid down by Allah, all the, these specific judgments of Allah in the Quran, He made them obvious that they are the dinil haq, the judgment of truth. No matter, even those or the associates, the mushriks who associate with Allah may dislike it. So this is the purpose or the duty of the messenger. And Messenger Muhammad Rasulullah and all the messengers in the Quran, if you read the ayahs, you will see that they were gave the perfect example in implementing the ayahs. Ali Imran 3 and Ayah 85. وَمَن يَبْتَغِي غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينَ فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهِ وَهُوَ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ And whosoever seeks a deen judgment other than Islam to attain peace, then it will never be accepted from him and he will be from the lost ones in the last. <clears throat> you see in the Quran you see Quran says that if anyone who will seek a judgment other than Islam to attain peace will never be accepted and this seems to me this seems to people that people are telling me that if there is an ayat in the Quran they refer to this ayat I am talking about the non-Muslims there is an ayat in the Quran you are, you are telling me that Allah has said it in the Quran there is no compulsion in the judgment and then he says that if people are going to accept other than Islam as a judgment it will never be accepted so this is a, basically saying that there is a, it's a way of compulsion you see there, there is a ayat there is no compulsion in the judgment there is no force in the judgment to take, to, to, in the judgment of Allah's ayahs and here it says وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِي غَيْرِ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينَ and whosoever seeks a judgment other than Islam, it will never be accepted. So people are telling me that 
here Allah says that that people uh, there is no compulsion in the judgment and here you are telling me that other than Islam if I will not accept so it is like a force you have to accept Islam otherwise it will not be accepted so I am telling them if you want to attain peace the motive is if you want to attain peace here Islam translate the word Islam if you are, want to seek a judgment other than Islam means to attain peace it will not be accepted you will not feel you will not feel good if you take a decision if you judge in your life and take a decision which is not giving you peace it not, Allah will not accept and you will not be happy so other than Islam is not some religion it is other than you take attain peace if you will not take a judgment other than if you are taking a judgment other than Islam to attain peace you will be not be happy you will feel be hurt you will feel be depressed so it's not a force it is like Rafid, Allah said like Rafidin in that ayah he says that truth stands clear from error meaning all the judgments that are laid down in the ayahs that is good for you better for you guidance for you it is good for you so it is clear but people yet want to suffer in the world they want to live in misery so if they do not take the judgment uh, other than they don't take the judgment other than Islam because they want to live in misery they want to they are people their brain is work like this their brain is like that they want to live in hurts and feelings and they are they know it's doing wrong and still they want to they, are, they enjoy that type of living and they say we will see on the on the day of judgment we'll burn the fire we'll face the fire also the, there are uh, this is, uh, sadist sort of no masochist no no sadomasochist the people who want to hurt themselves there are people who want to hurt others there are people who hurt themselves masochist I suppose masochist they want to hurt themselves the more you hurt themselves the more they are happy if you hit them they like to get hit so they are type psychopaths so they are people they don't want to live in peace they do different things they get hurt badly hurt they still do it so there are types of people in the world so that is what I am saying if you want to attain peace so that is what is if you if people who seek whoever seeks a judgment other than Islam to attain peace other than to live in peace you don't want to live in peace it will not be accepted by Allah you, you will not be happy he will be from the lost ones in the last in the last he will be lost one so what this ayat is not a compulsion it is educating you that if you want peace then you have to uh, take the judgment as recorded in the Quran that follow the do's and the don'ts Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 138 the dye color of Allah And who can be more good than, than Allah to dye the color? We are and we are servants for Him. The dye or the color of Allah. Who can color? Who can be more good than Allah to dye the color? What is a color? You know, generally, you know, dye. You understand dye? A color given to. In English, they say, "Rangon mein rangon mein." you see these people who are colored they are colorful people they are types of people in the world and every peop, 
every people in the world identify themselves by a specific behavior and a specific uh, specific uh, clothing and the wares you can understand these are the mod class these are the backward class these are the eastern class these are the western class these are that kind of a class all type of classes is the color of the people they the people are having different norms and they behave like in a certain manner is a is a description of a certain class of people this is the color of people so that color is being painted by the painter who has designed clothes you start wearing certain type of clothes there are people who behave in a certain manner so that painter is has painted them so they behave in a certain manner similarly allah when allah colors people he colors through his ayats and if a person is controlling his nafs or psyche and his wealth and doing jihad so his color will be all ayas so he will be colored by allah so the dye of allah who is a that the first ayas the sibat allah the dye of the, the dye of the color of allah woman asu min allah sibga who is more good than allah to dye dye there is no other person who can dye you or color you than allah if you want him to take if you if you want him to guide you then you expect him to die you otherwise we think we are reading the quran we go to certain class of people and we take guidance from them thinking they are take guiding from towards allah they may not be guiding towards allah so you may have the color of that man so there are people who have painted many people with their own colors so people you can buy by face you open this belong to certain group this person belongs to certain group this person belongs to certain group so you have got colors of people in the world characteristics personality behavior and all these people are trying to give you this kind of characteristics characteristics so now if you want allah to color you you must remember the ayas you must govern your personalities and you educate people that is the purpose then you will you, will, you know that allah has painted you this is how you will come to know how allah has painted you if no ayat comes out from you if nothing comes out and no practices comes out from you so this is not allah's color on you so allah dies people whom he wills who know who knows that who, who, who whom he wills so finally i end my lecture by quoting last ayat qul atu hajjuna fillah wa huwa rabbuna wa rabbukum ولنا اعمالنا ولكم اعمالكم ونحن مخلصون so the behavior of this this people is uh, the color of allah's behavior of pe- the the color of allah on the people is defined further say do you reason with us concerning allah that he is our lord and your lord and our works are for us and your works are for you and we are sincere for him meaning our works are for us your works are for you and we are sincere to him this is allah says say say to these people so if a person is die if allah has colored the man so he will know the ayas he will understand the ayas he will talk about the ayas he will implement the ayas that is the color of allah on him and he will say my work is to me and your work is to you whatever you are doing is you are doing and my work is what i am doing is my doing he is not afraid because he knows that allah has died him 
so you must know how Allah is dying or giving a color to a man by his Quranic ayahs the governing ayahs the do's and the don'ts those do's and the don'ts the governing ayahs you must know them you must practice them you must implement them now I end my lecture by just summarizing what you have heard that jihad <coughs> or uh, jihad means to strive or struggle and we all are struggling in this world or we are striving in this world for a specific aim all mankind so Muslim has an aim in life that he want to please Allah he, want, he wants to enter garden and he wants to live in this world in peace that is the aim of a Muslim so to attain that he must look into the Quranic ayahs and he has to jihad he has to do jihad or strive or struggle and once he know how to struggle and jihad he look at the looks at the do's and the don'ts of the Quranic ayahs or you can say they are the governing ayahs in which are the Mokomat ayahs which are telling you what to do in the world and what not to do so a believer or a Muslim for Allah he look at these ayahs he makes sure that he implements them seeking good pleasures of God on the day of judgment and seeking garden on the other side and here rejecting them and here living in peace these people there are people who will not accept they are rejectors so Allah says the greatest jihad the biggest jihad is or the biggest striving is to reject not to obey the rejectors not to obey those who reject and rejecter is a person who listen to the ayahs who understand those ayahs and then he reject so Allah said do not obey the rejectors and then jihad with them or strive with them with the Quranic ayahs, with the do's and the don'ts or the muhkamat ayahs of the governing ayahs with them and that is jihad kabira jihadan kabira that is the biggest jihad that is the biggest strife so we all should look carefully who are, who are those people who are rejecting the ayahs so that you can do the jihad kabira the biggest jihad do not obey them and then do the jihad the greatest jihad I end by this so any question and answer session? Assalamu alaikum. Wa My question is, can you quote any ayah or verse from Quran to establish um, spiritual killing or psychological killing? Okay. The question is, uh, <coughs> there are two types of killing in the world. We see, one is the physical killing. You kill someone. But at the same time in the Quran, there is a psychological killing where we have seen the nafs nafs means psychology and in the Quran there are places where you understand that where we have oppressed our souls oppressed our souls you have to kill your souls meaning kill your psyches so that you get better so in this your question is that you want reference from the Quran where there is a so Surah Tawbah 9, first you open Surah Tawbah 9, 111 ayat. <coughs> Surah Tawbah 9, 111 ayat. Inna Allah ashtara minal mu'mineen anfusahum wa amwalahum bi anna lahum al-jannah yuqatiluna fi sabilillah 
فَيَقْتُلُونَ وَيُقْتَلُونَ وَعْدًا عَلَيْهِ حَقًّا فِي التَّوْرَاةِ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ وَالْقُرْآنِ Surely Allah has purchased from the believers their soul selves and their wealth in return is garden for them. They fight in the way of Allah, then they kill and get their uh, uh, they kill their souls and get their souls killed. A promise on him in the truth, in the Torah, the law, and in Injil, the good news, and in the <coughs> Quran, the reading. وَمَنْ أَوْفَى بِعَادِي مِنَ اللَّهِ فَاسْتَبْشُوا بِبَعْيُكُمُ الَّذِي بَعْيَاتٌ بِهِ وَذَلِكَ وَالْفَوْزُ الْعَزِيمِ And who can fulfill his, his promise than Allah? Then rejoice with your, with, the, with your deal that you bargain with him and that is a supreme achievement. <coughs> now this ayah, one ayah then I will read another ayah also. That Allah has purchased, إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَشْتَرَمِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah has purchased from the believers from the believers anfusahum their souls their psyches their nafsiyat Allah has purchased those psyches that doesn't mean I die I have sold my psyche they say that this person has been sold by, by some country America has purchased him so he's no more his own uh, he doesn't have his own say but what the Americans say he will follow, he will follow that this man. Similarly, when Allah purchased a person, the, from, uh, uh, Allah purchased the psyche of a believer, so his psyche is no more his own will. His will is totally submitted to Allah and his wealth. So in this ayah, Allah says, surely Allah has purchased from the believers their psyches and their wealth. When they have sold their psyche, they have sold their wealth the behavior of these people in, in, in against garden, of course, against garden. Yuqatiluna fi sabila, they fight in the way of Allah. Fayaktulun wa yuqtalun, they fight in the way of Allah. They kill and they get killed. So, this is the this ayah I am referring it. They fight in the way of Allah. How they fight in the way of Allah? Whatever the nafs, whatever the ayas, they come to know. They, the do's and the don'ts, they, they practice that. So they have to kill. I am addicted to gambling. I have to kill myself. I don't have to gamble. I am addicted to drinking. I have to kill that self. I am not... So I am killing my soul. Because my soul is being purchased by Allah. So when Allah is purchased, I am no more myself. So this is not a physical killing. He says they fight in the way of Allah. They know what are the do's and the don'ts. And then they fight themselves. So they fight in the way, they kill and they get killed. They get killed means they kill that aspect of their wrongdoing, they are alive. And why? Because they, further if you say that then they should rejoice. Then who can fill, rejoice your deal? If they are physically dead, then how can they rejoice the deal? So Allah says, So you rejoice with your deal that you bargain with him. So in this ayah, the, when they, have, they are fighting in the way of Allah, meaning they are fighting within themselves. Their souls have been purchased. Their wealth has been purchased. They are fighting within themselves. By the do's and the don'ts. They are looking at the do's and the don'ts and governing their personality. So they are killing their souls and they are fighting in the way of Allah. They are killing their souls. 
and they are uh, they, then they rejoice when Allah has purchased themselves they rejoice further there is one more ayat you note down Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 54 وَإِذْ قَالَ مُوسَى لِقَوْمِهِ يَا قَوْمِ إِنَّكُمْ ظَلَمْتُمْ أَنفُسَكُمْ بِاتِّخَاذِكُمُ الْعِجْلِ فَتُوبُوا إِلَى بَارِيكُمْ فَاقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ عِنْدَ بَارِيكُمْ فَتَابَ عَلَيْكُمْ إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ And when Musa said for his people, O oh my people, surely you have oppressed your souls, selves and psyche by taking the calf. So you turn to your creator, so kill yourselves, psyche, souls. That is better for you near your creator. Then he will turn you, he will turn over you. Surely he is one who turns the merciful. In this ayah, the word is فَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ You kill your souls. ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ عِنْدَ بَعْرِيكُمْ That is better for you in the nearness of your Lord. So in this ayah, if you look, that the Allah said these, these people of the Moses have oppressed their souls. They have oppressed their souls. They have done zulm. They have done oppressed their souls. In this context, Allah says, the Musa Islam says to his people, you kill yourselves. That doesn't mean I kill myself. That will is haram, suicide killing. That is not allowed. So meaning the, whatever the oppression that I have done on my souls, I have to kill that. So that I may be alive. So Allah says, Musa Islam says, you kill your souls. فَقْتُلُوا فَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ So kill your souls. Kill yourselves. ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ That is better for you. عِنْدَ بَارِيكُمْ Near your Lord. فَتَابَ عَلَيْكُمْ So Allah will return on you. Show of returning most merciful. So there are many ayahs where you can see that there is a psychological killing. Psychological killing. Meaning Allah has purchased our souls. So we, uh, we have submitted totally to Allah, Allah's purchase. So we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to Allah. And my wealth belongs to Allah. And that person will always act upon Allah's ayahs. He will not think twice. He will just act. Because his, his, his life, his psychology has been purchased. So if you look that people, the shaitan is also purchased, make people out of what they, he thinks. He... he Khutubat is shaitan. Do not follow the khutubat is shaitan, footsteps of shaitan. People are following the shaitan also. So they, they, they can't get out from it. But when Allah purchased, similarly people, their psyche is being controlled by Allah's ayahs. Allah and He submits. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, brother. Uh, my question is uh, related to Surah Tawbah and Ayah number 24. Uh, the different relationships that are discussed here. I understand the psychological detachment not being affected by the wrongdoings of these people. My question is, can we physically detach ourselves from these people too? I mean, stop talking to them, stop seeing them. No, uh, you 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 can you can uh, you can mingle them, you can interact them, you can talk to them, because uh, Ibrahim al Salam, because Allah says even they do not the parents if you're talking about the parents, so in the Quran the Ibrahim al Salam did not believe what he believed, but he was also he asked for forgiveness, 
Similarly, uh, we can, we can, if you're talking about the parents or your son, I don't know which relation you're talking about specifically. Children. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, okay. No, brothers and sisters also, you, you cannot, you, you, you see, you can never stop talking to those people who do not practice Quran. Or, or not. You must remember this because if the moment you do, you are sitting on the straight path. The shaitan will sit, make you sit on the straight path but not delivering the message. You must have a relationship with them, keeping the veil in between of belief and unbelief. You cannot be the protector to them. That is what Allah said. Do not be a protector to them. Do not protect them. But you must always give guidance or give the judgment. If they are not migrating, just give the judgment. It's there. You must discuss. The discussion should not be uh, stopped. Whenever the situation arises, you can talk ayahs to them. But not that, that you have completely closed doors. Okay? Okay, my question is uh, from Surah Anfal, Ayah 72. Okay. It says that um, if they seek your help in the judgment, then over you is that you help them, except over the people there is a covenant between you and them. For instance, we have a, a person has a covenant with the other person that he or she will not share the message. Now, the, per, the other person is asking, seeking the help in the judgment. Even if he seeks the help in the judgment, then also we are not supposed to share. Because you, because you have a covenant with the pe- people who not yeah. to help them. The, they are be- breaking the covenant. Na? They are seeking our help. Basically, they are, you know, no, in a judgment. Yeah, but we cannot. We cannot. We just yeah. refuse them. Yeah, because the fact is that the covenant is there not to, not to, not to do so. Hmm. Because then your life will be in problem. Okay. Because I'm talking about small, but there's a big issue in the world that there are times that the non-Muslim make sure that you do not propagate or talk about the Quran, our message or your message to Allah's message to, to the community. Our, they don't want the community should be disturbed. Hmm. So this is when you have a covenant, then you will not. If there is free society, you can talk, you can educate. That's all right. But if there's a covenant between the parties, between you and them, then you must not. Even if a member of that community Yeah, he approaches you. Yeah. Islam. Testing, testing. Well, uh, on listening your lecture, I learned, rather I gathered the knowledge that one has to strive with one's own psyche or one's own self. Whereas, chapter 47, that verse 4, that is Surah Muhammad, Allah says, strike the neck of the rejecters, which in fact points out physical killing. Would you elaborate or clarify? Okay. Uh, 
there is an ayat in the Quran which refers to a striking of the necks of the rejectors. Striking of the necks of the rejectors that is referred to Surah Muhammad Surah uh, by the name of Muhammad Surah 47 and Ayah 4. <coughs> I read for you first فَإِذَا لَقِيْتُمُ الَّذِينَ كَفْرُوا فَذَرْبَ الرِّقَابِ فَذَرْبَ الرِّقَابِ So when you meet those who reject then strike the necks strike the necks فَذَرْبَ الرِّقَابِ in, in, in ضَرَبَ means to strike فَذَرْبَ الرِّقَابِ means to strike the necks so now People are thinking, if I'm also saying, if I say strike the neck, does it in your mind? Allah says, when you meet those who reject, you strike the necks. That's what Allah says. Now, I'm asking you that if I read this portion, I will read further afterwards, but if I read this little portion, does it sound to you, behead the neck? Strike the neck or behead the neck? You see, if, if, if it would have been behead, you know, you see in the movies, they behead the necks, putting the chop of the necks. The Quran doesn't say to chop of the necks, it is to strike the necks. Because the necks, in the one of the Quranic eyes, Surah Yasin, Allah said the rejected necks are stiff, like this, you know, they like arrogance and proudness. And if you coat the eyes, the necks are, that is the striking on the necks. You see what I said, the, the, the people who are necks are stiff, because of the rejection, they are proud. The people who have got proud necks, because the necks in psychology refers to as proud and with a proudful man. So you strike the necks means with the eyes, when you coat the eyes, their necks will be... More soft. Yeah, will be, the necks will be striked. So if you, if you refer to as a physical strike, which people are referring to as beheading the necks, the physical killing or physical killing, then we read further. Until the, so when you meet those who reject and strike the necks, hatta ida afkhan tumuhum fashuddul wathaq, fashuddul wathaq. Until you are thick, that means you disagree excessively to them, then tie firmly. Then after either he favors or either takes ransoms, until the wall wall lays down its burdens. So if they were beheaded, then you will not tie them firmly. You will not be thick with them if they are dead. So that means these people are alive. You, until they are, you are thick to them, means you disagree excessively to what they are thinking is, so their neck is softened. Their neck are not stiff-headed. To them, then tie firmly means tie them psychologically. Then after either he favors or either he takes ransom, a ransom, ransom until the wall lays down his burdens. And if Allah wills, he would have been victorious from them. He tries some of you with some. And those who are being killed in the way of Allah, he will never astray their deeds and actions. In this, if you read the complete ayat, it is not referring to beheading of the next. It is the stiff neck of the rejectors are being softened by being strongly opposing them. Psychological. psychological. It is also referring to a psychological uh, stiffing of the neck. Stiffness. You know, this neck is stiff. Stiff neck. Yeah. Stiff neck. 
in the, in the English language they call it as a stiff neck. So striking the neck is the neck which is stiff because of certain ideology, because of the crime, you the neck is softened in this side. Okay, this is not a physical slaughtering. Any other question? Okay. Sheikh, I have a very simple question on your page uh, 16. Exact, uh, can you give me the exact translation uh, of that word, sabkatan, that is used twice, and you uh, translating into a color or dye, exact, if it's possible? Sibqa means dye. Sibqatullah, dye, dye of Allah, the color of Allah. Color of Allah, okay. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. Walaam salam. Yeah, I have two questions. Uh, okay, one by one. Yeah. First one is, uh, what do you say about killing which is going on in the world in the name of Islam? Uh, is this a jihad? Can you clarify this? Okay. You see, uh, I, when I was referring to one of, in my lectures, I refer in the end also, I referred to Al-Furqan 2552. Fala tutil kafirin. Do not Obey the rejectors. Okay? And strive with them. You strive with them who? Those who are rejecting. Those who reject, you strive with them. With this, with the Quranic eyes, the do's and the don'ts, that is the great jihad. Now, people who are doing war, killing each other, as referred to as jihad, Basically, nowhere in the Quran, the word I was in the beginning, I told you the war means harab. Harab means war. So there is not a single ayah in the Quran which is harab Allah. You know, in the way of Allah, you, you have wars. Not a single ayah. Jihad, we have read these ayahs which means strive. And after reading the ayahs, we come to know that we have to strive our souls, our psyche. So that we get peace in this world and, and Jannah garden in the other side and good pleasures of Allah. But people who are doing jihad or striving, if you say wars in the name of Islam, then Allah said, do not obey them. They are rejecting. So do not obey the rejectors. And rejecter I define those who have listened to the ayahs, they understand the ayahs and still they reject. So you have to do jihad with them. You have to strive with them. You have to educate them. So that they change. They, the opinion about this all. This is also a, a media propaganda also. That there is a holy war going on in the world. This is not true. In the name of. But what they do is in Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 11. When it is said to them. Do not do fasad in the earth do not do corruption in the earth they say we are doing corrections we are doing Islam Islam means corruption they are doing fasad because it, it creates fasad in the world by bloodshed because Allah does not need anybody's blood and they are the people who do corruption and they do not they are not even aware of it so people who are doing jihad in the Quran, it is against their own souls and against those people who are rejectors, who listen to the ayahs and still they don't practice, they don't do, so you, you do jihad with them, with the Quranic ayahs, with the governing ayahs, with the do's and the don'ts, educating them as you have done jihad to yourself. 
that is the right way of doing jihad your second question what's the difference between a protector and helper protector is uh, helper is like uh, under protection you are under protection helping you somebody requires something you can help them by material by 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 material things by by give knowledge also but protection is that if something uh, happens to you you protect them you are protector by ayas if i quote you ayas if i go miss suppose i do something wrong i forget an aya you can quote me an aya to protect me that i am misguiding myself helper is like requiring money or like material gains or some protector it by the quranic ayas each other i am a protector you by the quran you can protect me because i may deviate you quote me the ayat educate me so that i i am being protected okay thank you assalam alaikum wa alaikum assalam ekta i also have two questions two questions yes uh, my first question is from ayat uh, surah bakra 2 ayah 138 Uh, as you have mentioned that allah colors dyes the people so my question is how we will recognize the color of allah in people how will you recognize the color of, of allah in people uh i i explain to you uh, that by the quranic ayas people are quoting the quran because allah's way fi sabilillah allah's way is the quranic ayas the governing ayas There is an ayat in the Quran. If you look at Ali Imran three one three thirty one ayat, "Qul in kuntum tuhibun Allah, fatbiyuni yuhbukum Allah, wa yaghfil lakum dunubakum, wallahu ghafur rahim." Say if you love Allah, then follow me, the Messenger. Allah will love you and forgive you your sins, and Allah is of forgiving most merciful. If you love Allah, then you have to follow the Messenger. and allah will love you and forgive you your sins and allah is of forgiving most merciful now that you want to identify the color of allah in a man that allah's color is allah is dyed this man or not allah is colored this man or not allah is painted this man or not so what i am saying first of all in the ayat there is an ayat in the quran if you love allah he's telling all mankind if you love allah then follow the messenger and if you follow the messenger allah will love you and he will forgive you your sins your sins will be forgiven if you follow the messenger and the messenger's duty i read in the lecture also appoint a messenger among them who recite the ayas rabbana wa ba'd fihim rasulan minhum o our lord you appoint a messenger amongst them who will recite your ayas wa yu'allimul kitaba he will give the knowledge of the book wa yuzakkihim and he will justify them recite the ayas give the knowledge of the book and he will justify them and this is the duty of the messenger so now if you follow the messenger you have to do the same and these ayas are allah's way so if you know the ayas and if you implement in your life and you educate these ayas this is the color of allah this is the message because allah says in one of the ayat surah nisa 4 and ayah 80 من يطيع الرسول من يطيع الرسول فقد اطاع الله whoever obey the messenger he obeys allah whoever obeys messenger من يطيع الرسول فقد اطاع الله whoever obeys the messenger he obeys allah ومن تولى 
فَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ عَلَيْمَ حَفِيزَا And who turns back, then we have not sent you as a preserver over them. So the color of Allah is identified in a man who is God conscious, who is aware of his surroundings, who is aware of Allah's ayahs, who knows them, implements them, and educate them and justify people. All Muslims' duty is to do the same. So whoever is doing that, you have to first know Allah's ayahs. You know, you must know that you how to love Allah and how to love Allah is to follow the messenger. So if you know and you follow the messenger, then you can understand the color of Allah. Because Allah's color cannot be identified by those people who do not know Allah and His messenger and they don't follow. You have to do the same, meaning you know the ayahs, you understand the ayahs, you memorize them, you implement them and you educate other people. That is the, if you are doing the same, you can identify others, the color of Allah. Thank you very much. Uh, next question is, uh, from Surah Furqan 25, Ayat 52. Uh, as you have mentioned that, uh, do not obey the rejecters. So can you please elaborate the meaning of obey? Uh, what does that how can obey? Obeying uh, can be done. Rejectors the are suppose they say you have a war with the with the non-Muslim right now. There and it is jihad, holy jihad. Now you say this in that you you seeing these days they want to put the Sharia on this world. If you will not, they will start killing. So you don't obey them. They are rejecting the ayat. You don't obey any person who reject the ayats. You don't obey them. Obey means they, because they are providing their philosophy. You see, look, this is very interesting thing is, like I read one of the places that pornography or adultery, fornication, Allah says this is not to do, right? But Allah has given the shaitan to that the permission to, to, to do fahashi in the world. So you can't fight or kill the shaitan because it will till the doomsday the fahashi will be there. The corruption is there. So what 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 a person says you stop fighting, you can't. Because Allah has mentioned the Quran, you will see the mushriks in the world, the associates, you will see the hypocrites in the world, the munafik in the world, you will see the Yahudi in the world because the Quran says so. You will see the Nasar, the Christian in the world, because the Quran says you will see the people who do who, who believe believers are in minority. But the majority of the Quran is talking to the other people who are non-believers. The most of the Quran is addressing and trying to educate the non-believers to believe. There are very, very little few ayahs to the believers. So you cannot wipe off all the wrongs that is being prevailed by being educated by the shaitan. By the shaitan. Because Allah is giving the permission to the shaitan to the doomsday to misguide people. And Allah says in the majority will misguide. So you can't Expect that we want this. This is your own philosophy. In the Quran, the majority of the people will be misguided and the majority of the people do mischief in the land and they say they are doing islah, they are doing corrections. But basically, do not obey means a person. If you quote the ayahs, you educate them and if you see that they are not implementing those ayahs, you do not obey them. But if, if they are your parents, Allah said, do not obey them but leave them with with uh, rahma or goodness. Do not obey their philosophies, but you have to live with them in a nice manner with the parents. But otherwise, you don't obey them. So, obey means do not agree to their concepts. 
when you know the Quranic ayahs, you implement those ayahs, do not obey them. And then, not that the, then it is not finished there. Then you have to do jihad. You have to strive with them. With this, the do's and the don'ts and the governing ayahs of the Quranic ayahs, so that the message is delivered to them. You have to keep on doing And that is the jihad and kabira. That is the biggest jihad. So this is a very difficult issue to talk to those who reject. It is very easy to those who are ignorant. It is very easy to speak to any ignorant man of the Quranic eyes. The ones who is God knows the eyes, he rejects, he, 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 the, the, the type of way he rejects, he's got his own uh, philosophy to reject. You must understand this. So there are people, most of the people, I take them as ignorant. When you quote the eyes, you educate them, after that you come to know where he lies. But it takes a big period of time still of struggling and educating and this. Okay. Thank you very much.